When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Turn up your volume, volume. because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Maradero. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire, back to Lafleur. The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. There is a sports entertainment like no other. Rejoins, on lui fait perdre la rondelle une chance devant. Et c'est bon. Ce sera la victoire des Canadiens. Stanley pour les Canadiens. Le match troisième de l'histoire. You found the dogs, John. You found the dogs. He found the dogs. And all together, they worked a young team to the top. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La Vida TV. It's going to be sick. Marinero, the sick podcast. How's everyone doing? And uh, I'm doing pretty good. Thank you very much for asking. I appreciate it. Live on YouTube, live on Facebook, and live on Twitter. Check us out. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel yet, please do so. The more subscribers, the more money we make. It's a beautiful thing. Emozi too. All right. Okay. We're going to get to it. Uh, speaking of which, our proud partners, La Bit TV is one of them. Uh, brewed in Quebec and a winner of a dozen international awards. Labitta TB offers quality microbrewery beers made with premium ingredients for everyone's taste. Labitta TB, embrace your true nature. The Sick Podcast also brought to you in part by Playground, your premier gaming destination. Experience the world-renowned poker experience with free food and drinks at their cash game tables. Sounds like a place that I like to go to. Yes, it is. A bad beat jackpot approaching $1.8 million. I can use that. Buy me the condo in Florida. I've wanted for a very long time. Weekly promotions, daily tournaments, and unmatched customer service. Why play anywhere else located just over the Mercier Bridge? Only minutes from downtown Montreal. It is playground and brought to you in part by Energy. Marinero kind of energy. Transportation Group, recently named by Deloitte and CIBC as one of Canada's best managed companies. The country's leading business award recognizing innovative and world-class companies. The best managed companies. Canadian companies designation fuels energy's purpose of creating progress for their customers, their employees, and their communities. Join a winning team, winner like me, and check out Energy's career page for available opportunities. Without further ado, he's a collaborator throughout the entire regular season. It is the summer, but he's going to join us anyway. Why? Because he loves me. George Larac, what's going on? How you doing, Tony? I missed you, my man. I miss you. How you doing? I missed you too, George. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. All right, George, so much to talk about. I want to get to it. We know uh, who's going to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, many announcements. The late Pierre Lacroix is one. Good for him and his family. Ken Hitchcock is another. Caroline Ouellette, Pierre Turgeon. There are three goalies that are going to be inducted. Mike Vernon, Tom Barrasso, Henrik Lundqvist, 
And so on that note, I ask you, what do you think of the inductions or the inductees? Pardon me. Well, you know, um, they're all deserving, of course. And I know yeah. it's, it's, it's tough to, uh, to, uh, to make a prediction all the time because often people, they're looking at inductees and they're looking at cups. You know, they want the cup. Yes. And with the goalie is the biggest debate because now you look at, you know, the goalie that you just mentioned. They were not, some of them were not, clearly not the best goalie in the NHL. They won cups. Are they there because of that? It probably helps a bit. Luongo got inducted in the Hall of Fame. He never won a cup. No, and Hendrik Lundqvist is one of the three names that I mentioned. Yeah. He never won a cup as well. Tom Barrasso and Mike Vernon did. As a matter of fact, Barrasso won two of them. Yeah, and Vernon won a cup. But again, he was not. He was not nearly the top of the best goalie in his class when he played. But he played on a really good team, and he won the cup. So that's why he when you look at Patrick the Patrick that final. Yeah, yeah, he did. But still, when you're looking at all this, Tony, it, it brings back the debate, and I know we'll talk about it later, but people have to understand that when you look at inductees, right, you can't just look at cups because you have to look at, you know, in his era, who was the best goalie? Who's the goalie that was the best goalie in his, in his generation? And Vernon and Barrasso clearly were not. They were not even close. They got rewarded because they've won. They did a good job. But Tony, come on. Like, you know that in this era, I don't even think that Barrasso and Vernon, you put them in the top 10 in net, you know? No, you're listen, I think you raised some pretty good points. It should be noted, though, however, though, that what I when I look at athletes in general, I look at an X factor, right? So, for example, if one was the master of the butterfly, if one was the master of the stand-up, if one was the master of the hybrid, if one was the master of being unorthodox. So, you know, I'll give uh, I'll give um, uh, Patrick Roy, the master of the butterfly. I'll give uh, Marty Berdur, the master of uh, the hybrid. Yeah, uh, puck handling, um, puck handling. Uh, Marty Berdur was the best of the great ones. Uh, probably the best puck handler Marty, for goalies Marty, ever. Carey Price Marty, was a puck handler too. Listen, Marty Berdur is the reason why we put the lines behind the net so the goalie yes. cannot play the puck. Because You're right about that. Like Marty Berdur was he, excellent. He was like an extra D-man. He come out of his net, you couldn't forecheck anymore, and he'd make a play instead of the D-man. So... Um, you know, and that was so valuable to a team. And the D-man not getting hit, him, he was always out of his net. That's why he liked this pad not to be too big, so he could move out there. Yeah, uh, Dominic Kasich, of course, the dominator was the master of the of the unorthodox style that uh, just people just couldn't figure out for two goal for two years in a row. He wasn't only the best goalie in the world; he was the best you know, player in hockey. Period. A little trivia for you in Let's this go. in this playoff this year. Who copied Dominic Asik's style? Tony, who, that's easy. Hold on a second. In the playoffs this year, who copied yeah. Dominic Asik's style? Are you going to say uh, Schmid or uh, Hill? Man. Am I, am, I, am I out to lunch here or what? Who are Tony, you come on. Vegas. That Aiden Hill? Yeah. Well, that's what I said. I but, said Schmid or Hill. I know, but why you said Schmid? Hill, it was like... It, there's no question. Look, I'll tell you why. Did... Yeah, I'll tell you why Schmid is the first name that came to my head, okay? Okay. okay? He came out of nowhere. So remember Dominic Hasek, 
was you remember how Dominic Kasich became Dominic Kasich, right? Do you remember yeah. how he became from Dominic Kasich from, from Chicago and then from uh, Chicago? He was on the bench. Belfour got pulled. They were playing the Pittsburgh Penguins in the Stanley Cup final. I believe it was Belfour who got pulled. He got pulled. Dominic Kasich comes in at like 28 years old. And he stops Mario Lemieux on a breakaway with a glove save. It was unbelievable. I think this is what my head is telling me. Uh, and uh, that's the moment that Dominic Kasich became Dominic Kasich. And then, of course, Nagano, a couple of years later, I mean, you know, uh, Canada couldn't score on him. I think Trevor Linden's the only one who scored the goal in the game in a 1-1 game. And then uh, Canada lost in the shootouts as he uh, he was able to. They couldn't score on him in the shootouts. He was unbelievable. But so on this note, on this note, you know, Carey Price, it looks like his career is over. We've been talking about that for a while, right? Um, I think a lot of people, now there's there's a little bit of talk. About a week ago, his wife, Angela Price, went on the, the Real Drive-By podcast with Freeway Frank. And, uh, and um, it, was, it was a great conversation, by the way, a great conversation. Um, Freeway's great that way. And um, she said that the family was moving to Kelowna. It's since been picked up by all media outlets and stuff like that. But she actually said it on freeways podcast about a week ago they're moving to Kelowna uh because she wants to uproot her family and you know the younger the kids are to make the move the better it is but they will be back because Carrie has to come back for training camp and so she said you know we might pick up a condo or stuff like that and she'll be back with Carrie now a lot of people see it as maybe Carrie Price will come back the way I see it Carrie has to be back for training camp because he has to go through medicals and testing and all that stuff so that the insurance money kicks in and all that stuff, and he's still going to stay on the LTIR. But so for the most part, people believe that Carrie's career is over, unfortunately so. And so now there's going to be talk of two things. One, is Carrie Price going to the Hockey Hall of Fame? Two, later on down the line, should the Montreal Canadiens retire, Carrie Price is number 31. So let's get to the first topic at hand. And on that note, uh, longtime journalist Bertrand Raymond on with Pat Laprade at BPM Sport. Let's hear what he had to say en français, and I will do la traduction, mon chum. Bonjour, avoir des gens qui vont euh, militer en sa faveur. Moi, personnellement, j'ai de la misère avec ça parce qu'il n'a jamais, jamais gagné. OK. Euh, tu sais, on. On parle beaucoup que ça prend une coupe Stanley pour entrer au Panthéon. C'est pas vrai que ça prend juste une coupe Stanley qui va faire la différence, mais lui, il a jamais gagné. Peut-être, c'est sûr, sûrement, ça a été un gardien de but étoile, mais peut-être qu'il s'est retrouvé avec le Canadien dans le temps des mauvaises années du Canadien. Mm-hmm. Ça, ça aide pas. Mais euh, si je peux juste établir un parallèle avec Patrick Roy, Patrick Roy, quand il a gagné en 86, on disait que le Canadien avait volé la coupe parce que c'était pas la meilleure équipe. Quand il a gagné en 93, on a dit la même chose. C'était pas la meilleure équipe. C'était pas la meilleure équipe de, qui, qui, était de, qui a gagné dans les séries. Alors, c'est qui a fait la différence ces deux fois-là? C'était lui. All right, there you have it. So, Bertrand Raymond, who, by the way, for a long time has been on the Hockey Hall of Fame induction committee, says that he's got a problem with the notion that Carey Price would be inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame because he's never won. And he said, it doesn't mean that you have to win a Stanley Cup to win, but at the same time, let's take a look at someone like Patrick Roy, 
who played on the 86 team and the 93 team that wasn't supposed to win, and they won. And he says some people will say that Carey didn't play on good teams, and it's true, and that didn't help him. But Carey Price's 80, uh, Patrick Waugh's 86 Canadians and 93 Canadians were not supposed to win the Cup, but Patrick propelled them to two Stanley Cup wins. So that's his argument. To that, you say what exactly? First of all, Tony, uh, the fact that I just want to talk first about the Carey Price family, saying that you were 100% right. The reason they asked to come back to Montreal, insurance purposes, training camp, is going to fail medical and the insurance kicks in. You're 100% right. That's why they come back. I love the Price family because, you know, his wife really involved in the community. She does a lot of great stuff. Carrie's still involved in the community. They are awesome. So it's awesome that they'll be coming back. And I'm sure that other than the medical, they'll, they'll be spending some sometimes in Montreal. Now regarding the Hall of Fame. Tony, everyone that says that Carrie should not be in the Hall of Fame should not be commenting about hockey anymore. They shouldn't. They shouldn't watch hockey anymore. They don't know anything about hockey, and I'll tell you why. First, first of all, does he know, Monsieur Raymond, that I have a lot of respect for, that Luango got inducted in the Hall of Fame? I'm Luango sure he knows. Never, Luango never won a cup. Do you want to compare who is a better goalie, who had a better career between Luango and Carey Price? Hold, hold you want to talk? No, let, let me just play devil's advocate. And by the way, but, but, but this, not is not, this is not this not because I don't disagree with you. But let me just say this: uh, Monsieur Demont's comments. Okay, it doesn't mean that he was in favor of Roberto Luongo getting but, inducted but, either. Yes, but, but let me fin- yes, but let me finish. Though there's many goalies like Henrik Lundqvist that's going to get inducted in the Hall of Fame that never won a cup. There's other goalies like that never won a cup double in the Hall of Fame. Carey Price was, hands down, is not even close. He was better than them. In a period of 10 years, he was the best goalie in the NHL. He was the best goalie in his generation. And the thing, though, Tony, is every year when he was healthy, the players did a ballot and they voted who was the best goalie in the NHL. Who's the goalie you want for Game 7? They all said Carey Price. Every time someone talked about a goalie, they all said about they all talked about Carey Price. That's Carey true. Price, Mark, he marked his generation. It's not even close. Tony, when he was healthy, there was Carey Price and the other, and then it's only after he got hurt that after that Vasilevsky, we start talking about Vasilevsky and and Chesterkin. But before that, it was not even close. Like you remember when there was a bit of a debate with Bobrovsky and Carey Price, Bobrovsky when he was yes. In, with with uh, with Columbus, he was pretty good. Well, I think he was Again. playing under Ken Hitchcock, and the duel he yeah. had with Leclerc had the best numbers in the league. But they were a the thing, they were a benefactor of the system in front Tony, of Tony. Uh, like Carey Price of Montreal, for years when he was there, he was winning the Molson Cup every year because he was the star of the team. If he didn't make miraculous save, the Canadian wouldn't win. Every time he got hurt, we never got a goalie that could do what he does. The team was always in trouble when he was hurt. He was hurt in a playoff when he took that team to the Stanley Cup final. A lot of people don't talk about it. Montreal didn't have it. Every round they won. Like, they didn't have it. They weren't supposed to win every round when he took that team to the Stanley Cup final to Tampa Bay with, like, Weber on one leg and most of the guys that were hurt and even Price that was hurt. He did miracles. There's no... Tony, it, it drives me nuts. There is no debate about the fact that, that he's an all-famer. And he should be inducted right away in the next class or whatever, because he was outstanding. Outstanding goalie. He was calm. He, his positioning, 
when he was in his prime and, and, and healthy, is, is punishing everything that he did. He made everything look so easy. He's the only guy that when people came to Montreal, they came to Montreal to cheer him making a save and not to cheer people when they score goals. So there's no debate on that regarding that. It's not even close. All right, okay. So this is what I'm going to say uh, because there are some people that are going to be watching right now that are going to be saying, you know what? And they're probably not the president of the Carey Price fan club. And for those people, I say it's true that Carey Price struggled with consistency in his career. One year, it looked like he was the best goal in the world. The other year, you probably were saying he dropped about 20%. The other year, it was 10% better. The other year, he probably dropped by a little bit 20 This All that stuff. I understand all that stuff. It's it, true. There's, there's, Tony, there's always haters. Haters always going to hate. Yes. But there's way more lovers than You're haters telling me their price. Story of my life. Uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's true that, you know what, $10.5 million per year at the time that he signed that contract was a lot of money. And it's true that we can look back and we can wonder whether or not that was a good contract or Tony, not for the Montreal Canadiens. Let's well, put all hold that hold aside but for Tony, a second. Tony, but Tony, if Kreider doesn't run into Carey Price, he's still in net today. He's still the best goal in the world. After Kreider ran into him as me, it changed everything. But without that, he's number one goalie in the NHL today, right now. Right now. And there's I'm no debate sure. on I'm, that. I'm, I'm not so sure about that. So um, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Okay. I agree with you. Carey Price should be inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. I agree with you 100%. One of the things or the thing I find most unfortunate about Carey's career is when people are going to say he didn't win the cup. And by the way, back in my heyday, I probably even said it myself. But now let's be honest and let's put the cards on the table. I believe this then and I believe it now and I'm going to say it. If Pittsburgh would have had Carey Price instead of Marc-Andre Fleury, Carey Price would have won the cup. If Tampa back Bay to would have to had back to, hey, Tony, back to back to back to back. Ak, ak, adak, dak, ak, adak. Ella Flintstone's yes. Water Buffalo Lodge password. Yes. Okay, now, if a couple of years ago, Vasilevsky's in goal for the Canadians and Price is in goal for Tampa, Price wins the Stanley Cup with the Tampa Bay Lightning. There's no doubt in my mind. No doubt. No doubt in my mind. Now. Sony, there's no, there's no, there's no debate. With Kerry, like, now, let's not even give energy to the haters. There's no debate. Look, he's the best. He's one of the best in the history of the NHL. As simple as that. So now, when we talk about the best, all right, in the history of the National Hockey League, let's just say this. Patrick Roy, at one point. Marty Berdur, at another point. You want to know my top three? Dominic Kasich, at another point. You want, you want to know Carey my top Price three? at another point. Vasilevsky at another point. Now, without saying that Carey is Roy, because he's not, but these are goalies that at one point in time, for at least a couple of years, or maybe many years, were the best goalies in the world. Go ahead. You want, okay, my top three. Tell me if you agree with me. Yeah. Dominic Asek, best ever. For Dominic me, Asek at their best. At their best. Not longevity, not career, not consistency. But to take the one goalie at his best... Hasek for me, at his best, was better than everyone else at their best. Yeah. Okay, we agree on that. We agree. First, Hasek. Second, Roy. Third, brother. I have a hard time disagreeing with that. Yeah, because brother, the one thing that people have to understand is they invented the trap, the devil's Lemaire system. And it made his job much easier in that 
ask for the Montreal Canadian what to make miracles to help that team. So this is my top three. Yeah. But in the history of the NHL, I easy, easy, easy put Carey Price in a top in a top seven. In the top seven in the history of yeah. the National Hockey League. Yeah. Because for 10 years, he was the best goalie in the NHL. For 10 years. Where do you put him? Top what? But in those 10 years, he didn't always have the best stats of the best goalie in the National Hockey League. Though. Yeah, but no, yeah, but I understand, Tony. And by the way, the if you would look ask the, the players, players, look at the, the players, look at the team he played with. He never played with a player that had a point season, a point a game season. Look so at the players could, he played with. So that's a good point because answering back to what Bertrand Raymond had to say, that Patrick Waugh won the cup with the 86 and 93 Canadians, it's true that they weren't favorite to win the cup. They weren't the second favorite. They weren't the third favorite. And they weren't the fourth favorite. It's all true. It's also true that the 93 team had a player who scored 40 goals. It's also true that that team had a player who scored 39 goals. It's also true that player had a team that scored 37 goals. And it's also true that that team had a player who scored 31 goals. That player who had 31 goals was the fourth leading point getter on the team. I think he had 80 points, and I'm talking about LeBeau. And, of course, we know who the guys who scored the 40, 39, and 37 were, Bellows, Donfus, and Muller. Um, so, yes, he won the cup with a team that wasn't the best team. But at the same time, think about this, okay? Think about this. When Patrick Waugh won the cup in 93, and he was amazing, Everybody knows that. I'm not going to say differently. I'd be stupid. I'm not stupid. As a matter of fact, I'm very intelligent and very good looking. But I wish. Um, what would have happened if Pittsburgh didn't get upset by the New York Islanders? Like, unfortunately for Price, it just seems to me that the favorite never really got knocked off when he was going far in the playoffs. And if they did, unfortunately, he wasn't able to stay healthy. Yeah. Well, Tony, again, injuries part of the sport, I understand it. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate what happened, how he got hurt. But, Tony, there's, there's no debate that when he was healthy. I, I, I can't listen to this anymore. When I listen to people debate about Carey Price, I change channel. Well, look, uh, Henrik Lundqvist had 98 more wins than Price, but he also played more than 100 listen, games more because he listen. was healthier. He played for a better team, probably. His save percentage, I think, is a 918 compared to Price's 917. Oh, but Henrik Lundqvist won one individual award. Carey Price won five. Listen, Carey Price eat Lundqvist for breakfast. No, not for breakfast, for lunch. He puts him in, a, in his back pocket. Are you kidding me? Eric Lundqvist? It's not even close to Carey Price. If Price had a, price, a, a team like Lundqvist had, maybe he wins a cup with that team. So it's not even the same class. Well, some are going to. I don't want. I don't want to hear. I don't. I don't want to hear Lundqvist and Carey Price in the same level. Lundqvist is there. Price is over there. Okay, but hold on a second, George. I'm not disagreeing with you, but some are going to debate you because when they had a chance to square up, yeah, Rangers fans, Rangers fans, when they went Rangers fans, Henrik Lundqvist's Rangers beat Carey Price's Canadians in six games in the playoffs, and what did Kreider do? No, that's not the year of Kreider. Oh, okay, but that's still. not the year. That's not the year. Okay, of okay, okay. I was, but, but that was I, that was the year that I think the Canadians scored eleven goals for Carey Price. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? They scored 11 goals in six games. You're not going to win too many series like that. I get that, no. too. But look, uh, once you throw out the debate that you don't have to win a cup, and Luongo's in, and he didn't win a cup, and Lundqvist is in now, and he didn't win it's, a cup. I mean, Carey, Carey Price won a Calder. Uh, Carey Price won a World Junior. Carey Price won an Olympic gold medal. Carey Price won five individual awards one year. He won four of them. Carey Price at one point was not only the best goalie in the world, but the best player in the world. So once you 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 remove the you don't have to it's win over. a cup. He's in. He's in. It's, it's over. And, and, and you know what? A great point. I think it was. Um, he does some work for uh, for Danny Coulis, I think. Uh, I don't want to get his name wrong, but is it Marc Olivier Baudouin? Or uh, I, I don't want to get his name wrong. Hold on. Yeah. But, but it's anyway. okay. Say what he said. Okay. So he said, he said, with all due respect to those who bring up the argument of uh, it's Marc Olivier Baudouin. Yes. Of, uh, of Danny Coulis. And, um, you know, uh, he, he brought up, he, he raised a great point on Twitter. And he said, for those who say that you absolutely have to win, so he said, if Ray Bork doesn't ask the Boston Bruins to trade him and they don't trade him to Colorado and he doesn't win a cup with Colorado, does that mean he's not going to the Hockey Hall of Fame? Of course he would have. He was the best defenseman at one point. About, and winning about the cup Marcel, nothing. How about Marcel Dion? Is he an Hall of Famer? Marcel Dion is a Hall of Famer. He never won. So, Tony, end of discussion. End of discussion. End. You know end. where there's a discussion? Next subject. Okay, we will get to the next subject. But uh, in the meantime, I will talk to you about, of course, about Murphy Clinic, an aesthetic clinic specializing in medical aesthetic care. They offer permanent laser hair removal as well as a wide range of treatments for skin problems such as acne, rosacea, fine lines, and more. They currently have two clinics, one located in Montreal, Shop Angus, and the second on North Shore in Terban. They're also opening soon in Quebec City. Visit murphyclinic.ca or on Instagram at murphyclinic. All right, I'll tell you what is a debate, and we can probably... Uh, dive into this a little bit more later on down the line because we know that it takes the Montreal Canadiens many, 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 many years to to decide whether or not a player is going to have their jersey retired. I'm with you. Carey Price should be inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. For me, yes, 100%. Now, to the next topic, That's I'm not going to say no to 100%. But I can't give you a yes 100%. I'm not sold. Should Carey Price have his jersey retired? This, I'm a little bit hesitant, George. That's, Tony, that's only because every jersey is retired from the Montreal Canadian. They all have won 10 cups each. And then you look at all these guys that won all these cups in the era where there's only six teams in the NHL. And now you have Carey Price that never won a cup. And now you're going to be like, he doesn't belong with all these guys that won so many cups. So he shouldn't be there. Tony, come on. Come on. Even some of the great goalies that were with the Montreal Canadiens. Montreal had such an amazing team. Carey was better than them. And to say that he doesn't deserve to be there, again, to me, is the same argument with the Hall of Fame. He deserved to be in a rafter in Bell Center. It's not even close, not even an argument. Um, he was dominating uh, the game when he was in his prime. And so Patrick Wall was too, and he won cups, and he did not real with the Canadians. Carey was unfortunate, didn't have the same support, uh, obviously, in front of him, but he deserved to be in the rafters too. 
for what he's but done. George, so the Canadians, the Canadians have retired what eighteen jerseys or something like that. All right, yeah. I think uh, I think fifteen are different numbers or whatever, and and um, uh, fifteen numbers in in honor of eighteen players. Okay, there are players, George. We know that the Canadians at one point they said, okay, you know what, we can't retire every single number that we have here, so we have to be careful. But there are players, George, that have not had their jersey retired, that had unbelievable careers. And this is why I'm telling you, I'm not sold on this just yet. We have to hold on a second here. Hold on a second here. Uh, Retired numbers. One, Jacques Plante. Two, Doug Harvey. Three, Emile Butch-Bouchard. Four, Jean Béliveau. Five, Bernie Jeffrion and Guy Lapointe. Seven, Howie Morenz. Nine, Maurice Rocket Richard. Ten, Le Demont Blanc, Guy Lafleur. Twelve, Dickie Moore, Yvan Cournoyer. Sixteen, Henri Richard, Elmer Locke. Eighteen, Serge Savard. Nineteen, Larry Robinson. Twenty-three, Bob Ganey. 29, Ken Dryden. 33, Patrick Roy. Roy was a Canadian last in 95. He had his jersey retired in 2008. Larry Robinson was last to have in 89. Had his jersey retired like 17 and a half years later in 2007. So it's gonna. I think it's going to take a while to retire Carey Price's number if they do. But George... You realize that Jacques Lemaire's number has never been retired? You realize that Steve Schutt's number has never been retired? Listen, there is a debate about some of the guys that didn't get their jersey retired. I agree with you. I do agree. That's not a debate. And I do agree that saying Kerry Price's name beside all these names sounds weird. Yes, it does. Because of all the cops these guys have done. And that's the biggest argument everybody's going to talk about. Because... The combined numbers of cut of all these guys that you've named is so much and then goes to zero. So people are like, to go and be in a rafter, there's got to be a standard. Well, Tony, I don't care. To me, it's not, he deserves to be there. And uh, he will forget, be up there one day. Forget about for a second. Forget he about will the be, he, for one he, second. He will, he will be up there one day. Two-thirds of the Montreal Canadiens, arguably, arguably, the Canadiens' greatest line ever, Lemaire shut Lafleur. Two thirds of that line, their jerseys have not been retired. Now, listen, two wrongs don't that's make a, them right. I get it. That's that's another debate, and I, I told you that I agree with you. Some numbers should be up there, but now we're talking about Kerry. You asked me about Kerry, and I said he will be one day up there. All right. Okay. See, for me, that's the debate. Whether Carey Price is number thirty-one. Mozitu, no, hey, George. Roses are red, violets are blue, go to bed. Hey, Mozito. All right, okay. Uh, I want to talk to you uh, about Sean Monaghan, all right? Okay, let's talk about it right now. His contract, and we'll end it with that. A couple of days ago, uh, his contract, a one-year deal, $1.985 million. If he's healthy, it goes to $2 million with a bonus of $15,000. Uh, he's ecstatic stop. to be back. He says one of the main stop. reasons stop. is Marty St. Louis. Okay, stop. Tony, stop. 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 Yeah. Okay. Stop. The Montreal Canadiens for two years in a row established yeah. a record in the NHL for main game loss 
okay, because guys were hurt. Two years in a row, they break a record. The two trainers, it cost their job. My friends, you know, uh, Ryden and uh, Donald, they lost their job because yes. they decided to pick someone had to pay for this. It's not their fault. It's not just combined with the fact that Montreal had a small team. There were some big players on that team, but it's not the trainer's well, fault. George, if, George, let George, me I finish. Make, I, let I, me I, finish. I can't, I can't make you say that. Though. Let like, me finish. Okay. Tony, let me finish. It's not the trainer's fault if we went and got Josh Anderson that had a history of getting hurt, shoulders injuries, and then he got hurt again because he was prone to injuries and we know that. It's not their fault if they went to get Monaghan that didn't play one year of hockey because he was hurt. And then he comes back and he gets hurt again. That's why Kyrie had to let him go because he can't play anymore. Now we go sign Monaghan and we want a healthy team next year. Are you kidding me? He's going to miss almost two full years of hockey and we're getting Monaghan at $2 million, hoping that he'll be healthy. And now he's talking to us in the summer saying he feels so good. Everybody feels good in the summer until the season starts and you get hurt again and you're banking $2 million when you injury list. What was that? I don't understand that. If you want a healthy team and not break the record for 30 years in a row, get guys that are healthy. Don't get guys that miss NHL for two years, hoping they'll be healthy this year so, you, so then you could trade them at the deadline to get a first or second round pick. Come on, let's stop dreaming, dreaming about Cinder, Cinderella or whatever, Tony. This yeah, okay. is ridiculous. To me, right. this is a ridiculous signing. It doesn't okay. make sense. So now, with all due respect to Donald and Graham, and you never want to see anyone lose their jobs, Graham is not less of a great professional today because he was fired. Uh, he did this job, the same job, for 19 years. He was with the organization, I think, for 25 or 26. There's no one doubting their competency, George. But as you know, we're in the radio business, TV business, podcasting business. At one point, you've done your time. Like, that's just the way it is, right? I don't think George, George, by all means, they weren't fired because they were looking for scapegoats. They had to, there had to be one or two files on the table there where Jeff Gordon and Kent Hughes looked at it and said, no, 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 this was not handled properly. There was not a line of communication. There was a misdiagnosis of an injury. Uh, the prevention was probably not great. The recovery was not what it should have been. They don't, I don't think they, they don't fired do, for the they sake don't of firing do, them, George. These, these guys are physiotherapists. They don't do the diagnosis. The doctor does it. They work. They help the players. They're not the one doing diagnosis. They're not the one reading MRI. They're not the one reading x-rays. The doctors is. I'll give you that. So this is, this, I don't want to go there because it's going to get me mad. No, no, and, don't get mad, George. I, don't and, get mad. And I know them, and I know them, and I don't I think they deserved the it. They work so hard for this team. They don't deserve it. And even the players were puzzled about them getting fired. But anyway, all that to go back to Monaghan, Tony. You want a healthy team next year? You want to have a chance to fight for a playoff spot, maybe even though you're not going to make it? Yeah, keep getting guys with history of, of injuries. Keep signing guys like that. So then we could go for a record for 30 years in a row. Let me ask you this. You had back injury at one point? Yeah, my I got, but before I signed with Montreal, I was 100% healthy and I did medical. Perfect. So I got hurt after my first practice, but I've never got hurt before. I've never had back injuries before, Tony. When you were bought out, you were hurt? When I was bought out, I was taking cortisone, like shots and stuff. So after, when I was bought out, it gave a release to my body. 
And yeah. then uh, I didn't do anything for one year. I looked like you. I looked like okay. Hartman. Yeah. And then I started running marathon and I lost it all. Okay. So let me ask you this. Now, you've lost it all after running marathons many, many years later. But after you took a year off from hockey, if you would have changed your way of training at one point, do you think you would have been able to rehabilitate your back? Not, not at the age that I was with herniated disc. And when you're a fighter and the, the pressure and the physical plane, everything, it's not a good combination when you have two herniated discs at 250 pounds playing, banging, fighting, and all that stuff. I didn't have the style of game, Tony, that could withstand a, a, a big injuries like that. When I saw the doctors after my first practice, when for the first time I hurt yeah. my back, they told me I needed surgery and my career was over. And I said, what's the other alternative? It was cortisone shot. And we didn't tell anyone. No one knew, no one knew about it. The media didn't know because we didn't want the other team to know. So they hit my back. And I was like, with the team, I was like, why are we telling them who's going to hit my back anyway? Nobody's going to touch me. Call, this so, is where I'm going. Call me naive. But I think after one year, basically, that Monaghan was off. And uh, then he came back, and then he was out after 25 games. Call me naive. He's in the prime of his career, 28 years old. He's a well-conditioned okay. athlete. I Tell believe me. he'll be able to come back. And, George, if he's not, okay. George, okay, if he's me. not, it's $1.985 million. Who cares? It's easily digestible. And if they miss the playoffs again, even better. Tony, forget about the money. I know the Canadian, they don't care about that. But I make you a bet, okay? I make you a bet that he plays less than 50 games this year. Well, I mean, chances are, are on your side. I mean, I always remember the last time he played 50. Why don't we do this? To make it fair, why don't we take half of 82? Okay? Uh, at 40, you win. At 42, I win. At 41, we tie. No, no, Tony. I think I I think it'll be, I think it'll be forty and less, fifty and less. Sorry, fifty and less. Uh, fifty and less. I might agree with you, but I'm going to take. I'm well, gonna then, take... then, Tony, if you agree with me, then it's not a good signing. Why not? At one point nine eight five million dollars, if this guy would play because fifty Tony, games, Tony, I'll tell you why. He's going to pick up thirty play, points, Tony. Because if he plays fifty games or less, yeah. the goal to sign him for one year is to be able to trade him at the deadline to get a first or that. second pick. If he plays 50 games or less, yeah. that means that at the deadline, he, he will already have missed about 20 games. So, injury prone, nobody's going to take him again. So, this, this signing will be for nothing. George. That's why if you agree with me, 50 games or less, George, you agree with me, that is a bad signing. George, he plays center. He can play wing. He'll make the young kids better. He can play with Suzuki, or he can play with Slavkovsky, or he can play with Josh Anderson. He can play he on the, the power play. He can play he on the penalty the, kill. He yeah. can take the face-offs. George, if they get he something be, for him. He could, be the assist, he could be the assistant coach. He could be the goalie coach. He could be a net. He could be the third goalie. I don't care. Hey, if they get something for him better, if they don't, it's 1.985. It's a team that wants to get better slowly but surely. It's a guy that is appreciated by his teammates. George, what's 1.985? You make more than that in the media. Let's sign. Let's, <laughs> Tony, <laughs> the sick podcast makes more than that. Uh, uh, but, Tony, Tony not listen. Quite, but, but we're getting there. We're, get, we're, get, we're getting there. <laughs> yeah, but, Tony, come on. Yeah. That, that, that to me. Uh, you know, if the team wants to break a record for men lost against, keep signing guys that have a history 
prone injuries, and then you'll break the record for 30 years in a row, and then we're all going to wonder if it's the trainer's fault again. Why, why are you mic. so the mic. Why are you so negative about this team? I talked to you about Marty St. Louis. You said, ah, he's got no pressure. He's got no pressure. The players love playing for him. Tony, I whoa, talked whoa. to you about Sean Monaghan. Tony. Everyone loves the guy. Ah, he's going to be hurt. Tony. Tony, I can't evaluate Martin St. Louis when he has no pressure playing on a team that there's no, there's no expectation. How can I judge this? Guys are going out there. They're having fun. Team is getting outshot every game. So unfair, uh, you know. So unfair. But but Tony, it's impossible to judge what he's doing right now. I'll judge him. I'm gonna say something have, right now. Tony, I'm gonna end the discussion. Tony, Tony, I'll judge this guy when he has a team that should be making the playoff and what he does with it. Then we'll talk about it. For now, they're having fun. He's learning how to be a coach. I have nothing negative to say about him because right now he's letting the guys play and having fun. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. You're in the media, correct? Yeah. You work radio, correct? Yeah. The pressure is on which shows for the most part? Morning show and drive show, correct? Yes. There's less expectations in the other slots, correct? You're uh, almost yeah. in a can't-win you, you, situation you, in your slot because there's the least amount of cars on the road. So you're not expected to get great ratings, correct? So you basically, uh, but, but, you don't but, but, have but, much Hold on a second. You don't have much pressure on you, correct? You don't have much pressure on you, correct? But, 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 but you know, I can't judge your work. I can. You're good at what you do. It doesn't matter that you're on at 11, Tony. you're on at 2, you're on at 5, you're Tony, on at 4. Let me take some pride about something. I do put myself pressure on anything that I do, whether I'm at a different time slot. And I take pride of the fact that my numbers also beat numbers of morning shows and drive shows sometimes. And I take pride of it because I don't have a project. No, I do it all on my own. And I, if you want to go there, let's go there. No, let's no, no, no. Go. No, no, no. Well, listen, I didn't want to open up a can of work. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I find it unfair that you said that Marty St. Louis uh, is 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 doing what he's doing in a non-pressure environment. At the end of the day, there's professional pride, there's personal pride. You're in a non-pressure role compared to other roles. Tony, it doesn't mean I can't Tony, judge you by your work. Tony, I can. You're doing Tony. a good job. Marty St. Louis is doing a good job. Hold on. Let's say this is a mic, okay? George, just tell me that Marty wait, 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 listen, don't, wait, wait, wait. Tony, listen. Two, two years ago, the team finished last. Last year, they finished fifth last. He's doing a good job, okay? He's doing a good job. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Now, why don't you talk about the players that he's played with and all of them, their individual development, the way it got better and the way they've become better hockey players and smarter hockey players and the way they play. At the end of the season, Tony, they had almost not, nobody healthy and they were competing Tony, against the best Tony, teams in the league. They're building Tony, something there, George. Tony, I'm not saying anything negative. Not, nothing negative to say about him. I said I cannot judge him until he has a team that could win. Now he doesn't. If a team, if we expect a team not to make the playoff, I'm not going to judge a, a coach. Let's wait and see. Now he's learning. Good. I have nothing negative to say about him. Happy? Yes, I'm happy because I love the guy. I, awesome. I'm, I Listen, I'm, I love the guy. What Thanks do you want so me to tell you? I love the guy. And I love you too. I love you All too. Right, listen, I love you too. Are you sticking around this summer or what? Yes, I'll be there. I'm going to draft in Nashville, work for the NHL. And, and then? Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I'll be mostly in Montreal, so I'll see you at the stadium, uh, Saputo Stadium for the games. Uh, come uh, And actually, listen to Max. Max is the best play-by-play podcast soccer in the world. Uh, you can listen to him on BPM Spa, every game that they in play. In the world! In the world. And wow. actually, I, 
if you can come to the game, you listen to Max, is a better experience than actually coming to the stadium to watch a game. I like Max Van Hood a lot. That's why I made him a collaborator on the SICK podcast as awesome. well. From BPM Spot, he's George Larac and his partner in crime, uh, of course, is Max Van Hood as well. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good one, buddy. Thanks, brother. Thank you. All right. There you have it. It is the SICK podcast. I'm Marinero for Yellow and Samuel Master. I want to give a shout out to uh, Samuel Chan and to Charlie Cabrera, my friends over at OptimalStretchClinic.com. Uh, they specialize in fascial stretch therapy. They also offer a deep sports massage and acupuncture. They're a one-stop shop. They're making me move my body and uh, be flexible like I've like I was 18 years old, flying off chandeliers and everything. It's a beautiful thing. All right, so thank you to them. Go by, go by and visit them. Uh, also want to thank all of you for watching and listening. If you like it, like it, share it with your friends. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Once again, it's absolutely free. Comment SICK, S-I-C-K, S-I-C-K, S-I-C-K. And if you're going to listen on Google, Apple, or Spotify, leave us a five-star review. It's our way of feeling the love. Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Brought to you by Playground. Brought to you by... La Bit at TB. It is the Sick Podcast. I'm Marinaro. Weeknight starting at 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell your friends about it. This podcast is sick for Shane Gomo at Master Control. I'm Marinaro. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Tony Marinaro on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La Vida TV. Embrace your true nature. And Playground, your premier gaming destination.